up y'all i'm jay and i'm jazz and this is the salt podcast saved and living transparent we're just a couple of millennial christians navigating life while also trying to live right here we get real yeah righteous about culture current events and the church as believers we're called to be the salt of the earth so you know we got to give this world just a little bit of flavor yo yo welcome back to another episode of the salt podcast saved and living transparent matthew chapter 5 verses 13 through 14 says you are the salt of the earth but what good is salt if it has lost its flavor can you make it salty again it will be thrown out and trampled underfoot as worthless you are the light of the world like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden again welcome back to another episode of the salt podcast we are so excited to be recording another episode um again welcome back salt podcast family we are back in full effect this week um again we are encouraging everyone to be the light of the world and of course the salt of the earth i am joined by my great co-host jay so jay tell everyone what you've been up to how you've been doing how has how has life been going for you yeah what it is a blessing to be among believers <laughs> how y'all doing I don't know why I did all that but how y'all doing it's your girl Jay I am feeling so good y'all I just feel I've had a very thankful heart lately and that's very important um and we'll touch on that today hint hint but uh this is off topic but I have really just been so thankful of the little things God is doing for me. And I and I I feel like that really shows my maturity because it'll be cold and I have on my coat, get in my car. I'd be like, Lord, thank you for my car. Thank you for the coat. Thank you that the heat work. You know, yes. so it's the little it, stuff. It be the little stuff. You know, I just be so thankful getting in my bed at the end of the day. Thank you, God, I have a bed. Thank you. I got pillows and covers and I got the heat, God. If I get too hot, I can turn it off. I can turn on the air. You know, just thankful. For real, so yeah. just always have a heart of Thanksgiving. But aside from the, yeah, what's, what's been going on with me, um, let me touch on the Birmingham music scene. The Birmingham music scene has been booming. <laughs> I had the pleasure of attending uh, a Birmingham artist. I hate DT. He had a listening party for his EP, Sad Boy. Um, and it was awesome. Um, so shout out to I hate DT. That is his name. You can find him on Spotify, um, Apple Music, all of that. I hate DT, one thing. Letter D, letter T. That's it. Uh, really dope, really uh, hardworking, dope guy. Um, it was a beautiful event. Uh, his, you know, brother was there, and he just had a lot of support from friends and coworkers, and it was just nothing but love that he received. And I mean, I support his music as well. I was, I was there to support another artist, Chris Tanner. Shout out to Chris. Uh, that's my boy from back in the day. We went to uh, school together, church together. Um, he is a jack of all trades. Chris is. Um, he actually he really is praise and worship uh, at um, Faith Chapel Christian Center. Um, and so sometimes you'll see him with uh, the young adults um, leading. He plays the guitar. He sings. He's, I think, basically a music engineer. Like he's dope guy. Yeah. So shout out to those young men. They're doing great things. Uh, like I said, the music scene is really going up. Uh, what else is going on in my life? So I got to attend. Like I said, I got to attend the uh, listening party. Uh, what else did I do? Oh, y'all, my workload for my graduate assistantship is about to pick up. So 
I didn't do anything wrong. I had an evaluation and, and I mean, my supervisor was like, look, we all love you. You're doing great. But um, I have kind of been serving in a lot of different capacities and positions. And so they want to, I guess, simplify it and have me working directly under um, somebody. And just a little backstory is kind of funny because um, me and my coworker, who he's he's basically a program manager, we have been talking. And I was like, you know, why don't I just assist you? Why don't I just do this? So we have been scheming behind the scenes. Well, I had a <laughs> formal evalu- evaluation, excuse me, with uh, the head supervisor. And she was like, yeah, I basically am going to want you to serve with the program director. So it's funny how God kind of put it all together. We had already been talking about it in private and then for my supervisor to confirm it. So, you know, right. great, great things are going on. Um, I have uh, ready for the semester end, got finals coming up. Um, I know all my teachers and professors are, I know all you educators are ready to be done because I as a student am ready to be done. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> uh, Absolutely. What else? Oh, Uh-oh. y'all, I have an interview, pray for me. Um, so in my, like I, I think I've mentioned, I'm a master's of public health student at the illustrious Tennessee State University. Um, and so in my program, I have to have basically 160 hours of field placement, basically internship. And so I've applied to two programs and I have an interview for one. Um, and I'm hoping to hear back soon from the other, but uh, I'm a little nervous. I haven't, I interview well. It's just been a while. You know when it's been a while since you've interviewed? Yeah. You're just like, eh, I could be a little rusty. A little rusty. So <laughs> just keep me in your prayers. I just, the interview actually is not for a position I necessarily am desiring, although I know I can get all of my deliverables I need for my capstone project for my program. Yeah. But eh, I'm not really interested. But still, I want wherever God sends me, Lord, if it's in your will. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. <laughs> just be in your prayer for me, y'all. Um, I know as we record this, um, by the time it drops, it will be Thanksgiving. So I want to go ahead and say a happy Thanksgiving to everybody. I pray you have a safe and joyous holiday um, and you're able to celebrate um, just fellowship and love and family and, and be able to come together. Not that I support Thanksgiving because it was nothing but the erasure oh. of indigenous people. <laughs> That's the the minor in African American oh studies coming out. A, I know, right? That's my uh my heart for people uh coming out, my cultural competency and all of Jeez. that. But I do condone the fellowship. So I might not call it Thanksgiving. I call it I don't know Fellowship Day. Anyway, we do need to uh, rename it though. <laughs> I'm telling you, y'all. If you don't know, Columbus was nothing but a pimp and a murderer. So mm. Google it. He was a terrible person. We shouldn't celebrate him. Which yeah. I don't think black people really celebrate him anyway, <laughs> but I don't know. But, yeah, I don't even get off work for Columbus Day, so I, it's just oh, another yeah. day, honey. I know that's right. Yeah. But uh, give us a check in, Jazz. What's going on with you? Um, I I'm doing good. I'm doing good mentally. I am, I am a lot better just because work is winding down. Like I said on the last episode, and as we record, I am currently on Thanksgiving break. I intentionally. When I say intentionally, I intentionally took off the whole week of Thanksgiving. Um, But as this, you know, when this airs, then this episode airs, it will be Thanksgiving Day. But I intentionally wanted to recoup and just chill out, step away from my email and, you know, intentionally practice self-care. And I'm doing just that, just watching aimless television, vlogs on YouTube, um, reality TV, anything. I just want to literally sit around and do nothing, maybe do some cleaning, um, washing some clothes, all that good stuff. But um, we are winding down on the semester and I'm just so happy with my doctorate classes, my doctoral classes. We are, 
I think I have a couple more papers, maybe one more paper and another presentation to do and I'll be done. So I'm very, very happy about that. And then also just a career update. Um, I did get a chance to kind of do an informal interview with somebody in the field of higher education. And he's actually like an assistant vice president at the University of Memphis. Shout out to Dr. Eric Bailey. Um, I got a chance to sit down with him on Zoom and just pick his brain about a a lot of different things. And it was for an assignment primarily, but um, we got a chance to really sit down for about an hour, y'all. Like he really carved out time to really sit down and pour knowledge into me. And it was just a, a great experience. And I'm just looking forward to using a lot of the things that he taught, you know, he taught me and, and told me about for my own career. And I, I just believe that God is about to do some great things in my life and Jay's life as well. Good luck on your, your interviews. There are a lot more to come in the name of Jesus. Um, we're going to be interceding on your behalf. But with that being said, let's transition and talk about our recap. So last week's episode was called The Spirit of Comparison. All right. So we had a great discussion as always. Raven Ball was our special guest. Shout out to Raven again, y'all. She is dope. Please continue to check out the small group. We post it on our page, our page all the time. Every Monday at 7 p.m. She's always dropping gems, but she especially dropped some really great nuggets last week on our episode. And all three of us just really shared our experiences with this, this topic, this subject. We have all doubted ourselves and compared ourselves in one way or another. Um, this is not something that is taboo for us. Like we we have experienced this throughout our lives. And we just want to encourage other young people that this is not, you know, this is something that everybody struggle with. But God has equipped us with the word of God to to handle, you know, everything that the enemy is trying to throw our way. And so we just talked about um, like social media has played a a big role in us comparing ourselves to others and causing us to, you know, some of us, you know, a little a little bit of depression sometimes or just self-doubt and like stuff that God has not imparted into us. And the Holy Spirit has not given us the spirit of fear or the spirit to doubt ourselves. But sometimes the enemy has crept up in there, you know, and allowed us to think, you know, um, not as highly about ourselves. And so social media caused us to, you know, think, you know, we got to compare ourselves to other people when it comes to relationships, careers, materialistic things. Um, but we know that our goals, our aspirations, anything we want to do in life should be grounded in the word of God. We shouldn't be trying to compare ourselves to others. We should be aligned with the word of God. And also we said that, you know, don't let comparison destroy your anointing. God has given every, every one of us a specific anointing and um, a specific purpose and a destiny. So don't let the enemy, you know, cloud your mind with all these different thoughts about what you should be doing. Oh, so-and-so got more money than you. So-and-so doing better. Don't let that cloud your judgment. Let the word of God speak to you, you know, continue to develop your relationship with him. And when you do that, you don't easily become burnt out because you're doing something that somebody else is doing. And we're going to touch on that today as well. Um, and also, you know, when you compare yourself, you are, you have spiritual consequences. So it's really easy to get jealous of other people, to covet what other people have. And all of that ultimately causes division in the body of Christ and in the kingdom. And that's not what God wants. That's not what you want. We all want to continue to upbuild the kingdom 
and build everybody up and to know that God has given us our own lanes. So again, those are just some highlights of the episode, but we always encourage everybody to go back and listen to the last episode before this one. Again, it's called the spirit of comparison. We pray that it blesses you and you're able to get some tangible things from the episode. And of course, with that being said, let's transition into our main discussion where we'll talk about our main topic for today. All right, y'all. So we got a really good episode as usual. Y'all know, y'all know what we do. Y'all know how we do it. We got a great episode for today. So our topic is, is called the art of doing too much. All right. The art of doing too much. So when we say that, you know, what are we really talking about? So we know as people, not just as Christians, as people, sometimes we we overextend ourselves and we overexert ourselves because we're trying to keep up with the Joneses. You know, you know that that old like cliche. We're trying to do too much because we're overcompensating for, you know, for other things in other areas of our lives. But why do we do that? You know. God is such a loving God. He's so kind. He's so gracious and he's so faithful. Y'all like we should try to align ourselves as much as possible with whatever purpose and whatever desire he has put within us. And so today we want to encourage everybody. You know, I know people have this saying like, man, you got to grind. You got to really, um, you got to work hard for what you want. And that's true. But I really, I really hate the word grind. (laughs) That's just a personal pet peeve of mine. Nothing's wrong with the word necessarily, but we want to we want to encourage everybody on here. When you're being the salt and the light of the world, you have to be in alignment with what God wants you to do. And when you're doing when you're in alignment, you're you aren't doing too much. You're doing just enough. And so today we have highlighted two scriptures that we kind of want to kickstart our discussion. And so the first scripture is Philippians chapter four verses six through seven from the NIV version. And we may have mentioned this a lot of times before, and you guys may have heard about this scripture before. It says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with Thanksgiving, present your request to God and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And then our second um, scripture is coming from Psalm Psalms chapter 37, verse four. This is also coming from the NIV version. It says, take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. So it is the enemy's goal and his tactics are for you to be down, down and out, have anxiety, be depressed, um, just wearing yourself really, really thin, be stressed out all the time. Um, And he wants you to kind of just, you know, just keep going and going and going. And so you don't have energy. And so God is calling all of us to get to get realigned and to know what his word says and to know, you know, seek after God. And, you know, the Bible says to seek ye first the kingdom of heaven. And we have to do that in our lives to know what God really wants us to be doing in all facets, you know, where where he wants us to go to school. We've talked about that before what kind of career he wants us to have, what church he wants us to go to, what friends we are to surround ourselves with. All of that is rooted and grounded in our relationship with God. And so when we're rooted and grounded in the word of God and we have a good relationship with him, 
We're not going to continue to wear ourselves out. We're not going to be as stressful and we're not going to be, we're not going to have a life full of anxiety because we're trying to keep up with everybody else. And we talked about that on our last episode with the spirit of comparison. God doesn't want us to do that because we wear ourselves out. Jay, what you think? Yeah, girl. So I feel like half the time when you're doing too much, you're doing it. Um, to me, I think it is based on the spirit comparison. You see what other people are doing and it's convinced you that, man, I got to work hard. I got to do this. I got to do that. And um, I just don't believe God is that complicated. I don't believe you got to have seven jobs. You know what I'm saying? Come to do on. what is needed. You know, it's, if we talk about the kingdom, building the kingdom, you know, God has given us each different gifts and talents in different ministries. Um, I know, you know, you can have multiple talents, multiple gifts, but as far as your ministry, he's not going to have you on a whole bunch of things. You know, you can serve in multiple positions, but as far as your ministry, what aligns with the gifts and talents God has given you that you can use uh, to serve in the church and to serve right. the community at large, it's going to be a small number. It's not going to be seven different things. That's just real tip. Um, so not for real though, seriously, you, you really, I think when you get into that, <laughs> to keep it real, I think you get into the world's way of success and doing things. And that's why I think when you said the word grind, my mind does go to, you know, you're not doing enough. You, you ain't supposed to get no sleep. You waking up at five in the morning Mm-mm. and you know, real bosses don't get sleep and no, you know, you're doing this and no, you, you got this business and that and da, 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 and but now you don't have time to go to church. Your family barely sees you. You know what I'm saying? It's not just career wise, yeah. but you know what I'm saying? You're you're missing um, key important parts uh, really of relationship, whether that's with God or with the people you love and that love you. Uh-huh. Oh, that's so good. I was thinking about that too. Like you see those motivational videos of I'm getting up at 530 every morning and I'm going to work out. I'm fixing some breakfast, you know, I'm getting in the shower. I'm going to work. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm doing that. Mm-hmm. And don't get us wrong. We are not advocating for you not to have a routine every day. Like I, <laughs> I literally teach to my students in my professional development course that I teach time management is necessary right, for you right. to get, honestly, for you to even get to where God wants you to be, you got to manage your time. Well, at, at some point, so that's not what we are saying. You do need to have a routine and manage your time. Well, to be able to do what God is calling you to do, but you definitely don't need to wear yourself out to do it. Um, Like Jay said, like people be like, man, yeah, you know, I'm doing like this job and this job. And then I got this on the side. We're also not encouraging people not to be entrepreneurs and not to be self-sufficient. We're not encouraging people not to do that. I know we joke and we play all the time about everybody in call got to be an entrepreneur, which we stand on. But ten toes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Ten toes. God has called some people to open up a business. I truly believe that. I know some people right now. I've given shout outs. We give shout outs to people all the time that have businesses in Birmingham or they may have an e-commerce, like a website that they only generate, you know, they generate money from the website or whatever. We encourage that. But it's a time and a place. And you have to be aligned. I'm going to continue to use that word aligned with what God wants you to do and when he wants you to do it. And also don't get us wrong. You are going to, the scripture even tells us this, that you are going to experience hard times and um, there's going to be 
you know, you're going to experience hurt and pain as a Christian. So it doesn't mean just because you get saved that that automatically, um, you know, trumps anything from happening to happening to you and your life is going to be void of trouble. That's not what, you know, the God even told us that in scripture, we all have to know that you're going to go through something even when you're a Christian and when you're not. But the difference is as a Christian, we learn how to lean and trust on God. We have somebody to take our burdens to. We have somebody to kind of lay all of our, our petitions. And like the first scripture I read, when you're overly anxious, you're overly concerned about something, you pray and you put those petitions to God. You lay them down at the altar because we have somebody, we have the Holy Spirit that's acting as an advocate for us. And we have somebody that's going to go on our behalf. So we don't have to struggle as much to try to figure it out. Now, sometimes you will have to kind of ask God, okay, Lord, you want me to be right here? All right. Do I need to apply for that job? All right, Lord, do I need to date this person? Stuff like that. But it's going to take some time, but we have God, somebody that can answer our prayers. And something else I would note, Jazz. um, So I found this quote by Denzel Washington and he says, just because you're doing a lot more doesn't mean you're getting a lot done. Don't confuse movement with progress. And this <laughs> he was preaching. I don't he think was he preaching it. because you know a lot of a lot of times we think you know motion is movement. Like think of a, okay, think of a rocking chair, a, a rocking horse, rocking chair. You think of a rocking chair. Chair is going back and forth, back and forth, but it's not moving. It's it's, it's giving motion, but it's not moving forward nor backwards. Right? right. So in the same way, we can be stagnant. We can think we're doing this. I'm doing that. I got this job. I'm doing this ministry. I'm doing this, this, this. And you're really not progressing, though. There's no progress. And, you know, you can look Jeez. at that on an individual level as well as a corporate level as as in the church. Right. And so the world tells us that living intentionally equals working hard and creating the life you want. That means, you know, you you doing this job, you doing this, doing that, you know, this side hustle to get the life that you want. You know, but you could become like we've been saying, but like burnt out, you know, by doing that. And if you're living that type of way to where you you just work hard to create the life you want, uh, you're not living intentionally and putting God first in 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 that type of context, right? Absolutely. Um, and so one story I I thought of, and I just called, I was like, Jazz, guess what I thought about? Um, uh, it was the story <laughs> of Martha and Mary. And this is found in Luke 10, verse 38 to 42, um, and also in John uh, 12 and 2, and in John 12 and 2, I get to that. But in Luke 10, and 10 chapter 10, verse 38 through 42, um, basically, you know, Jesus had come to their house. And so, you know, many of us know the story. Martha is, you know, preparing, you know, the house and she probably cooking a cleaning and getting the plate set, setting the table, da, da, da. But she look over in the other room, in the living room. And, you know, Mary's at Jesus' feet, just listening to him, you know, intently, all the disciples there. And she's like, I know good and well, this girl ain't just going to sit down and we got all this work to do. And so she basically tried to rat out Mary and, <laughs> you know, put her own blast to Jesus. Yeah. And she's like, Jesus, are you not going to say anything? You know, I'm doing all this work. That's so good. And Jesus like, Martha, Martha. I don't know why. Martha, Martha. <laughs> It's like tisk. It's like a tisk tisk. You know, like basically, oh, so he had good. to let Martha know, like, girl, you are focused on the wrong thing. Your sister is recognizing what is most important in this moment. Sheesh. And in John twelve and two, it actually go is 
you know, another gospel that tells that Mary was actually anointing Jesus' feet with that expensive perfume and wiping his hair. So that's what Mary Mary was had the right idea. And so my thing from that story, I realized uh, when you take God as your uh, your focus off of God and you make it about uh, ourselves or yourself or others, um, service can become a distraction. What Martha was doing was legit, you know. The the table need to be, and even if you think of the social context, this was a woman preparing meals or whatever for men. So what she did was needed; it was important. But number one, in in her, you know, getting upset, doing all that she was doing, she first of all was again distracted. She wasn't focused on uh, what was most important, which was first of all, be thankful. You have the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ in your house at your and at your door, sitting on your, your couch, oh drinking goodness. your water. Jesus. You know what I'm saying? In your home. So she wasn't thankful. She wasn't thankful that to have him in her presence like that, as close, you know, as they were to have him in her presence. Number two, she wasn't able, she was distracted to the point she couldn't continue what she was doing. And I'm talking literally and spiritually. Literally, she was serving Jesus, but got so distracted with all that she was doing in the wow. kitchen. You know what I'm saying? That she couldn't even focus on who she was serving. Oh my goodness. And in that way, we can get like that in ministry. If you're an usher and you get fed up with, which I didn't got five box of tissues, which Kyle ain't got up yet. You shift that focus from God and who is really about to yourself and other people. And that, and also that spirit of comparison. We, that's why you see what I'm saying? How God be working. Martha began to compare herself to Mary. I'm doing all of this. Jesus, why aren't you, why aren't you telling her to do this? You know what I'm saying? But obviously they were doing two different things, right? But it, it was both important. Mary, again, was pouring oil on Jesus's uh, feet. And, you know, she was just at a place of, I really want to soak soak up this time. Like surrender. And Martha, you know, surrender. Yes, that's yeah. a good word, surrender. And Martha was, you know, physically and spiritually preparing things, doing things for Jesus, right? But got distracted by comparing what she was doing for Jesus and what Mar- uh, Mary was doing for Jesus. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So you have to keep that in mind. And, and, and I'm going to say this and I want y'all to hear me good, but sometimes your service can become a distraction if your eyes are not fixed on God. It can be you just going in the sound room and you just, you know, fiddling with the thing. You're not even paying attention to the preacher or listening, getting getting your spirit fed. Or you standing on the door ushering, like I said, or you in the choir, and you, it, it just becomes, I'm going to come here. I'm going to do this job. It becomes a job. It's not even a service anymore. It's Man. not a service to God. Yeah. So you just come, you do what you're supposed to do, what they may pay you or not pay you to do, and you go. But we have to recognize and come to a place of, of shifting of, of, you know, a paradigm shift of how we look at things. And that comes in context of spiritual growth. And that's mm. why we do these podcasts to help encourage other people. I'm not saying I ain't never been there. You know what I'm saying? I, even as a preacher's kid, I sometimes sat on that bench, distracted, think about other stuff. Or, you know, man, I got this test. I got to do this. Oh, I work at Chick-fil-A because at the time I was working at Chick-fil-A. But, you know, I, I'm Chick-fil-A thinking about a million things. Yeah. You know, think about a million Distracted. Do, I'm doing too much in my personal life to the point it's affecting my relationship with God. Man. So, you know, that's again, that could be in your career-wise. That could be your social life. You so caught up in some guy, whatever. You know, you ain't even going to church no more. He won't take you out to brunch on Sunday instead of the church. So you're like, well, let's go to brunch, baby. You know what I'm saying? It, you, you're doing too much. That's and the I'm, part of doing too much. And I'm telling y'all, if he's doing that, he's not who God sent for you. I hate to break it to you. He might be as fine as all get out. But if he's pulling you and pulling you away from Christ, that ain't him, sis. 
we gotta have another episode on relationships. Oh, <laughs> girl. Baby, listen, y'all, I ain't gonna lie, y'all. There was a time when if a man prayed, baby, I thought he was the one. <laughs> he had a heart after God if he said grace. Y'all, anyway. Girl, no, the enemy honestly will play with you like that because you'd be like, dang, he nice looking. And then he know how to pray good. He go to church a little bit. He did was bless the, bless the bread. Girl. Get over here. The anyway. more you grow, honestly, though, for real, for real. Like, the more you grow in Christ, you have better discernment, y'all. You have so, yes, like, that's your what discernment. That's all about. Your discernment gets so much better. You grow spiritually. Um, Your natural eyes get better, in my opinion. Um, right. Girl, you just preach. Hold on, though. <laughs> Hold on, hold on. But wait a minute now. Let you me just get really back preach to the this text. story. In Ephesians, I also wanted to bring out Ephesians chapter 5, verse 15 through 16. This is the Apostle Paul talking. He says, so be careful how you live. Don't live like fools. This is an NLT version, New Living Translation. But live like those who are wise. Make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. So he's encouraging, the Apostle Paul is encouraging uh, us to make the most of our time we have here so we can live for Jesus while on earth, right? So that's that's the whole point of our mission on earth, right? So when we die and go to eternity, you know, we can worship, sing unto praises to God in, mm-hmm. in eternity. But mm-hmm. here on earth, our mission is to spread the good news, spread the gospel, be salt and light. And so you need to make the most of the time that you have here on earth because it is finite compared to eternity. It is a little dot. Um, so, you know, let the spirit lead you, you know, yeah. and that will allow your life to have purpose and meaning. And so, you you know, back to our, our original text, Philippians four and six, um, you know, God is, has infinite perspective. You know, our perspective is limited. And so he sees and knows everything. And of course, he wants what's best for us. So that's why you have to be spirit led, because we could think, well, this makes the most sense to work in this industry. You know, my mama was a doctor. My daddy was a lawyer. You know, I might as well be a lawyer. Yeah. But, you know, I, and I want to say this to all the young people. God can bless you wherever, whatever capacity he wants you to serve in. And I, I kind of came to that that conclusion in, in undergrad. You know, people say stuff in love and they'd be like, well, why don't you major in this? Why don't you do that? Yeah. But um, I, I truly and without a shadow that I stand 10 toes on this. God can bless you wherever he puts you where he's there. If you're under his will and covering a favor, That's oh, right. trust me, he's going to take care of the rest. That's so it right. don't matter if he calls you to be a, a you know, social worker. I know people look down on social workers or teaching whatever he's called you to do. Trust me, he he is more than capable and willing to bless you financially right. as well as spiritually. There are people in very high paid positions that are miserable as I don't know what. Yeah. Okay. Um, stressed out, you know, and they could be Christian or not Christian. Can't see their family traveling so much wife mad at them. Kids resent them, you know, whatever case may be. Um, so just know that God can bless you, whatever capacity he puts you in. As long as he, you put him as the center, he's leading you. Exactly. And also to, in that same vein, like, if you and I've had so many people to tell me this, even like um, Dr. Bailey and uh, um, countless other people, mentors, all the people that's working in higher ed and uh, in places I want to go. They're like, you can't be location bound. You got to be able to um, be able to move and be agile and go to, you know, go to any state where you feel like, OK, this job, this is what I want. So I'm going to just move. I also, I hear where they're coming from and I always respect them. I'm always like, yes, thank you so much. I really, you know, I respect your your opinion. I'll make sure to keep that in mind. But in the back of my mind, I'm always like, spiritually, I'm going to ask God before I take a job anywhere. Before I'm, before I even submit a resume, I'm very intentional about 
okay, Lord, do you want me to move here? Do you want me to go there? Because it just may not be in God's will for you to move in a certain place. And in the same vein, it may be in his will for you to move somewhere and get out of your comfort zone. You just don't know that unless you go to him in sincerity and you go, like we said before, in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, be grateful and acknowledge God and present your requests. God, do you want me to do you want me to live in California? Do you want me to move to Washington, D.C.? Um, do am I able to serve, you know, a group of people there that I've never been able to serve before? I mean, you kind of have to ask these questions. I've had and I think I talked about this before, but I had um, a situation to, to come up a job opportunity about three or four years ago. And they were like, hey, you know, Jasmine, there's this um, this job. I'm working. I'm the athletic athletic director at this this um, university in South Carolina. I would love for you to, you know, to come and and work in this position. And I turned him down. I didn't feel led whatsoever. <laughs> and it was not because I was scared to leave necessarily. I would have left if I felt led by God, but I didn't feel I didn't feel led, and I'm glad I didn't leave. Right. Because I didn't I wouldn't have had the Holy Spirit with me as I was there. I wouldn't have had favor in that location and you know with those people and it just you have to know for yourself and sometimes in that moment of uncertainty it's it's hard to navigate those waters and we'll talk about that on another episode as well but you have to really go to God for yourself and and ask and petition to God is this something I'm supposed to be doing right and Proverbs um, chapter 3 verse 5 through 6 this is the new uh, New King James or King James Version. It says, we all know this, but trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. Verse six, and all of your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. Right. So, you know, some some practical steps of, you know, how to seek God, how to get direction. Uh, number one, pursue God every day. You know, I strongly believe prayer is your direct line. You know, they say Jesus on the main line. Tell him what you want. Tell him what you want. So. <laughs> Yes, Lord. You know, talking to God and I think we've tried to, you know, encourage you guys, but praying is nothing but a conversation between you and God. I think a lot of people think Christians are like, you know, almighty father, I come to you who is in and, heaven. And, you and know, some we're boys, not I like know it. how thanking you and blessing you, father, like we don't have to be so proper. With it them, is y'all. not that grand and eloquent. Half the time, my prayers are literally like, Lord. I don't know what I'm going to do. You know, it's literally oh, yeah. regular conversation. Like I'm talking to jazz. I talk to God in that way, you know, I'm saying? With, with some respect. Cause I know some people have told me they cuss when they talk to God. I don't believe in that. I don't, I don't understand that. that. I don't agree with that. Um, I just have some respect. <laughs> Y'all. Anyway, but <laughs> I, I, it's a regular conversation with God. So pursue God every day, you know, give him thank, be thankful every day. Tell, you know, attitude of gratitude. That will take you a long way. Um, number two, make an effort to honor him through everything that you do. So this is, you know, considering things and asking, you know, does this honor or dishonor God? And it may be indifferent. It may be blurred. It's not honoring or dishonoring God. Uh, but also think, am I doing this to glorify myself or maybe others? Or am I doing this to glorify God? Because sometimes we can do stuff because it feels good. Oh, I like this. Da, 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 da. Or man, my mama want me to do this. My dad. Okay. But is it giving glory to God? Are you doing it to glorify yourself, others? Or are you doing it to the glory of God? Yeah, that's um, good. Even, even the smallest things point should point back to God. 
you know, holding the door for people, you know, you know, whatever, being courteous on the road, whatever, you know, job opportunities. But is is this going to give glory to God? Um, consider those type of things. Uh, I also wanted to give some resources, um, you know, how to, you know, really kind of uh, because to, let me let me say this. Once you really understand your purpose and will and what God wants from you, which you understand from seeking his will in the word of God, being attached to a church, there we go, um, hearing the word of God and knowing who he is and what he wants for you, uh, it will really simplify your life. Uh, you won't be doing too much. <laughs> you will know exactly God what God wants your time, attention, and energy to be put toward, right? Yeah. Uh, like we said, God's intention is not to have you burnt out like a chicken with the head cut off, Okay. He wants you to be intentional, purposeful, um, and, you know, uh, a salt and light in this world. Right. So some resources I, I give is number one, the Bible. Um, read Proverbs. Proverbs is just wisdom out the wazoo. Okay. Uh, I actually am currently reading Proverbs. Proverbs, I believe, has about, what, 31 books? Yeah, something, something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Um, it's about as many as are days in a month, right? Most months have about, you know, 30, 31. Yeah. So you can literally start it if you want to start in December or start whenever. It'll take you about a month to finish it, but you can really read Proverbs in about a month. So, you know, Proverbs is nothing but wisdom. Um, and so, you know, definitely petition God to give you revelation. And then with that revelation, wisdom. Um, two, read some of the gospels, uh, you know, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Um, they talk about how Jesus really walked out, you know, this Christian life on earth as a human mm. being. So that'll give you some insight. Okay. What did Jesus, was Jesus doing a bunch of, you know, stuff? Was he, you know, over here, over there, you know, so that'll give you some context of, okay, this is somebody walking it out. This is somebody really living in real times doing it. Um, on the natural side, if you're looking for actual, like, uh, not actual, if you're looking for like a natural book, quote unquote, I think I mentioned in our last podcast, I had been reading uh, Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren. Um, yeah. it's, a, it's a pretty good book. I actually just, well, I'm almost finished. I have like two chapters left. Uh, it's a really good book. Um, Rick Warren is actually a, a pastor of a church called Saddleback Church. Um, and I think I've heard of it. I, I've never heard of the church. I've heard of him. I I've heard never of heard of the church. Um, but the book basically, um, like I said, he's a pastor. And so he gives five uh, purposes for us as Christians, um, our life, for our life um, and and life, literally life, life, not like life here on earth. He's talking about like your life here and in eternity. Um, just why we were created, why we're here. He gives five reasons, like I said, and it's a really good book. I'm not going to tell you all of them. Um should I, I drop a little bit? So one purpose that he mentions is we were created to uh, worship God, give God worship. We were created from God's pleasure. You know, we're different from angels in that we are we are human beings meant to, God wanted to express his love to somebody. So he created us. Right. He did it so meticulously and, and, and uh, intentionally. That's one purpose. Another purpose, um, he built us to replicate Jesus in the earth. Um, to be like Jesus, to develop those Jesus-like qualities. And that comes through discipleship. Um, again, <laughs> be a part of a church, plug into a church. Um, and so, yeah, those are just two, uh, but it's a really good book. It, it's a 40, uh, 42 day journey book. He wants you, you kind of read a chapter a day to really soak it in and really great resource. But those are two resources. Like I said, the Bible, I would encourage people to read Proverbs and some of the Gospels, as well as on the natural side. If you're looking for a good read, Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren. If you um, DM the Salt Podcast or message me directly, 
Um, I can send you a PDF copy of the book if you don't want to buy it. <laughs> I got it. I got I got what you need. You so might let need me to know. send that to me. I got you. I got you, girl. Yeah. You might, I, know. Yeah. I need that. I might need that. Um, and then as far as my resources, um, I actually just thought about this, but I have two books on my bookshelf now. One of them is How to Hear from God, Learn to Know His Voice and Make Right Decisions by Joyce Meyer. Ooh. Um, it's really good. Um, and then Discerning the Voice of God, How to Recognize When God is Speaking by Priscilla Schreier. Um, if some of you guys may not know this, but Pris Priscilla was in the war room, that um that big movie about, you know, learning how to pray and all of that stuff like that. And then she does like a lot of um, speaking engagements and her father is actually Tony Evans. I want to say he mentors Kirk Franklin specifically um, and some other people, but Tony Evans is a really good um, spiritual voice in today's time. He been, he's been preaching for a long time, but those two are really good reads. I haven't finished either one of them, but I know I've read through them and they're really good books. And um, I just wanted to add on to the resources that you already gave. But again, we are encouraging everyone that's listening. We understand the grind. I, we get it. Social media also, you know, plays a big part into that too. Why people feel like they got to just run themselves into the ground, y'all. Like it means nothing. I tell my students all the time, like time management um, in this context, like doing what God has called you to do, none of that is going to get done if you're burned out and you, you're not taking care of yourself and you're just doing too much all the time. And that whole grind mentality is cool. Y'all, I get it, but it's such, there's a better way to approach it. And that's all we're trying to say. Again, go back to our scriptures. Um, we know sometimes scriptures can be a little daunting, the words can be a little confusing uh, to understand, but, you know, read the NIV version, read other versions of the Bible that make it a little plain. I know the message version does a really good job of really like making the word of God plain as like as easy as how we talking to y'all right now. But go back to that. Don't be anxious about anything, but in every, every situation, pray and really seek God on what you need to do. And again, that second scripture in Psalms, take delight in the Lord. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Um, I think younger, when I used to read this scripture, I used to be like, oh, God going to give me the desires of my heart. But I didn't read the first part of it. And it says strategically to take delight in the Lord, delight yourself in God. Because when you take delight in God, that means that you're understanding, you have a relation with him and you're understanding what he wants for your life. And so your desires begin to align with his desires. So when he says to take delight in him and he will give you the desires of your heart, it's because you've taken, you know, you're, you're taking your delight in him and you're, um, you are building your relationship and you're knowing what he wants for your life. Um, I had someone, a close friend asked me several months ago, she asked me, she was like, well, Jasmine, you know, I'm trying to do this, that, and the third, and I really want to succeed. I really, I really feel like I'm called to do this, but I just don't know. I don't know. Like I'm praying, but I'm not really receiving any answers and we can go further into this, you know, more and more with more and more scriptures. I don't really have a black and white answer for this, but I do know as a person that's living according to like the word of God and, and striving 
to be who God is calling me to be, the more that I seek him, the more that I spend time with him, the more that I spend time in worship, the more that I read his word, he gives me confirmation either through his word, through somebody else, through prophecy, the word of prophecy. I've had that happen to me a couple of times and beware of false prophets as well. Um, he'll give me a word through somebody else. Like, and it won't always be an audible yes or no, um, but he will give you confirmation. Just know that I'm telling you, I know this from experience. I know it sounds kind of spooky to get, you know, um, guidance from somebody just like, you know, whispering in your ear or, you know, people try to make it real kind of ghostly like, but I promise y'all it's the most peaceful feeling to know that God is confirming what I'm doing. Even on my job, I don't, I get tired sometimes and I get, you know, I talk about dealing with students and in higher education and sometimes, you know, just feeling a little weary, but I know I'm reinvigorated every single day when I'm go, when I go home and I get rest. Cause I know God has put me there. He's placed me there and I have confirmation. People have come up to me and told me I've, I've grown my network so fast being at the university of Alabama, people I would have never known. They've heard about me. You know, people say all the time, like your name is being spoken in rooms that you're not even in. It's because you're delighting yourself in the Lord. I'm telling y'all, I'm telling y'all. And that's what I encourage her to do. I even gave her this book. Um, one of the books I already talked about, Discerning the Voice of God. And I told her that, you know, you can borrow it, borrow it anytime you want to. And I try to give people like practical resources. And I tell her, get in the church. It's so imperative. It's so imperative to have somebody to feed your spirit. But again, I just wanted to, encourage you all that it's a journey it's a journey and we're not perfect i'm telling you we're not um we don't understand every every scripture in the bible but we're we're actively trying to gain an understanding and through his word he's going to give you peace any last words um jay no ma'am you has you did a good job trying to burn that thing girl envy the holy spirit i'm telling y'all but <laughs> be encouraged um, we're gonna drop these these resources names of these books, um, of course, our scriptures, everything, we're going to drop it down in our show notes. Um, so you can get all of those, all of those, um, all of that information. And so now we're going to talk about our songs of the week. And <laughs> this week, I kind of have two songs. I kind of cheated on this one. Um, not cheated, but I'm kind of adding more to it, but y'all know how I am. My first song is He's a Keeper by Rodney Bryant and CCMC. Y'all, this is a old choir song, old choir song. And I, I probably will drop, you know, a little couple seconds of each one of these songs so y'all can hear them. But he's a keeper. Um, the the lyrics say, he'll keep you in perfect peace as long as your mind is stayed on him. And as you're going through your life, as you're trying to figure out your purpose and get aligned with God's purpose for your life, um, know that again, go back to our scripture that we first talked about. If you're anxious, if you're thinking about your concern, you're worried, worrisome about what's gonna happen in your life, pray and ask God to to um to give you some guidance and seek ye first the kingdom of heaven, y'all. Honestly, and he's gonna give you peace that that surpasses all understanding. And then my second song, <laughs> as we were recording, I wrote this down, In His Will by Men of Standard. Um God wants us to be aligned to his will 
and he's going to give you everything that you need to know. So continue to, to seek after him, to chase after him and to pursue him, be in pursuit y'all for real. Like he's going to give you what he needs you to do. Um, and he's going to equip you to, to, to live this thing out. Hmm, I got to listen to that. I haven't heard either one of those. I don't think. Um, but and, my, uh-huh. and in his will, my bad in his will is like, it's really old as well. Like, um, oh. men of standard, Fred Hammond wasn't in that. He was in this group called Commissioned, but men of standard uh, were influenced by people like Marvin Sapp and mm-hmm. Fred Hammond and, you know, those influential, like, them R&B type gospel pioneers. Um, mm-hmm. Those men, vocalists, so they, they're they dope, y'all. Like, the song is timeless, but anyway, I digress. <laughs> uh, no, you brought up some good points, but uh, my song of the week is God Blocked It by Kurt Carr. Um, I literally be walking around my house and be like, God blocked it. Because it's like God will literally, <laughs> like we talked about God confirming things for us. You know what I'm saying? He will literally like shut something down. You won't get the job or the guy or girl won't message you back. They won't ever hit you up for a date, whatever it may be. But you know, it'll be something where it'd be like, that ain't nothing but God. You know what I'm saying? I ain't, yeah. I ain't need to go here. I didn't have to be here. I didn't need to be in this position, whatever. I didn't need to be friends or whatever with these people whatever god will literally block it <laughs> um and so it's an old song as well i guess mm-hmm. it's a throwback thursday for us since the episode gonna drop on a thursday right um but yeah god blocked it by kurt carr has been literally the song i just i've been playing almost every day lately i really like it <laughs> but yeah yes i remember that one um that's a that's a classic kurt carr song right there classic it is that's my guy that's one of my favorite um gospel artists but give us some announcements um as far as our church announcements for this episode um we just have i believe two. Oh yeah um jayla got her little announcement girl yes um but happy thanksgiving to everyone in their families um prayers are with those um who during this time you know you're you're really going through a tough time a lot of times during the holidays, people really deal with like depression and like um, moments of loneliness. So we pray in the name of Jesus that, you know, everybody is able to find peace and joy and that, um, you know, people can get connected with their families, have some type of support system and um, get some counseling, get some therapy. Y'all talk to somebody, please, you know, but um, be able to we're just wishing everybody um, a happy Thanksgiving and to really just take some time to rest and enjoy your family. Amen. And I wanted to mention, I forgot to mention in my check-in, but uh, I was a recipient of the Impact Scholarship. So inserts claps. It's a scholarship uh, at Mount Zion uh, Baptist Church here in Nashville, Tennessee, where the Bishop Joseph Walker is the pastor. He's also the presiding bishop of the full gospel organization. Mm-hmm. Um, and they gave away a hundred thousand dollars worth of scholarship money. That's a blessing. And I was one of the recipients and I give literally all praises to God. There's nobody yes. else I can thank uh, or give praises to because there was nobody but him. Actually, the enemy tried to get in my head because it's funny because this is the church I, I, I go to. It's my watch care. And in church, they announced, it was like, anybody can apply, you know, as long as you're in college, you can be a graduate student, undergraduate, da da da. And so when I started applying, I was like, man, dang, you know, the enemy got in my head. And he was like, 
ain't gonna give you no money. You a graduate student, which if you don't know, but a lot of scholarships, they're not as many, I'll say, scholarships for graduate students mm-hmm. as there are for undergraduate. Undergraduate, <laughs> I don't care what you say, it is it is pretty darn easy to get some money from somewhere. There's yeah. a lot of undergraduate scholarships, more yeah. so than graduate students. And so that's why a lot of graduate students are like me and they get a graduate assistantship or fellowship, what have you. But and so I, the enemy just kind of discouraged me, you know, from applying because I was like, I don't know. Even in my email, I was like, you know, I was scared to say that I was a graduate student at Tennessee State. And I just, you know, pushed aside that fear, that negative thought. And I said, no, I'm still applying. And I sent, I sent, you know, all my stuff. And I said, you know, I literally prayed. I said, God, if it's in your will for me to have this money, you know, this, this is for me, God, you know, I, I play, I pray your will be done. Right. You know, and if you don't give it to me this way, I know God that you're going to make a way regardless. You're going to make, you're going to make a way. Yep. And lo and behold, I got an email. Y'all, I hollered. <laughs> I hollered. And so they got us, they, we have a, you know, they, what's it called? They like recognized us at church and we got a picture and they actually had, it was for their uh, college Sunday. Uh, if you ever go to YouTube and, and just search, you know, Mount Zion, we actually had uh Jacqueline Carr come. She was, she was uh, one of the singers, a speaker, um, the illustrious Tennessee state aristocratic band, uh, Grammy award-winning aristocratic band performed a song that they have with her as well as another gospel artist rapper who I cannot think of his name. Lord, forgive me, but it's really dope um, event. And I'm just, I give all praises to God. I'm so thankful. Um, and just know that God is keeping us. I am a re- recession-free saint, baby. Um, you know, I know where where my help comes from. Mm-hmm. I know they're saying we're in a recession, but but uh, God is taking me higher, higher, and uh, God is blessing me so that I can be a blessing to others. So I'm definitely pay it forward. Um, and so it so um into other people and ministries, God. But I'm just so thankful. I just want to say that just thankful to God. You know, to be a, a recipient. Uh, but yeah, Absolutely. anything else, Jazz? I think that's it. Uh, I will go ahead and pray us out. All righty. Father God, we just thank you. We bless you. Um, we just honor you today for just having this platform, Lord God, to continue to encourage your people, continue to um, grow the kingdom of God even more. Lord God, we pray for everybody that's listening right now, um, Lord, that they will no longer run themselves into the ground, that they will continue to um, just realign with your will and your purpose for their lives, Lord God. If anybody is struggling, Lord God, to find out what, what your purpose is for their lives, Lord God, help them to grow in relationship with you, Lord God, and grow in a community, in a church home, Lord God. We just pray over those people right now, Lord God. And also as we enter into the Thanksgiving holiday and even Christmas, Lord God, we pray over um, different families right now. Um, continue to to knit and bind people's families together. We speak unity over everyone right now and healing. If anybody is um, dealing with sickness, Lord God, we pray healing right now in the name of Jesus. And we cover, we ask that you cover them with your precious blood. Lord God, we ask that you um, just continue to order our steps, Lord God. And in Jesus name, we do pray. Amen. Amen. Well, all right, y'all. I hope y'all have a happy, um, peaceful, joyous uh, holiday fellowship day. I'm not calling it Thanksgiving, (laughs) but I hope y'all have a wonderful time and get to fellowship and be connected with uh, loved ones and, and surround yourself and just feel loved um, and supported. Uh, but don't forget, be the flavor the world needs. We love y'all. Bye. Peace. Liking what you heard so far? Well, let us know what you think by leaving a comment or rating on Apple Podcasts. 
or our Instagram page. Details are listed in the description box.